0: So first, when we talk about such a topic, before we'll see scientific and studies, we want to see what the Torah says. We're dealing with the Torah. We always want to see what the Torah says. Our Torah is by us. That's the most important thing. That's the only important thing. But once we can also get a chizuk in a munah from other sources, it's a beautiful thing. It's written like this in the beginning in the Rambam. And the other Chazakai has a perush on the side, a mefaresh, and he says over there that although we believe everything that the Rambam explains, but if one can also get a chizuk in understanding that it makes sense, or you can find a study that proves it, and it's a it's it's a proven study, so you get a chizuk in emuna. Why not? It's not a bad thing. So first of all, what does the Torah says about living long? Is that a positive thing? Is that a negative thing? We're dealing with our parasha. Our parasha is talking about Avraham Zaken Ba Bayamim. Avraham was very old. Zaken Ba Bayamim. It's not only by Avraham Avinu that it says that. It says that also by David Melech. Right away in the beginning of Melachim it says Ba Melech David Zaken Ba Bayamim. The Torah many times promises us that long life, if we do certain things, certain mitzvot, the Torah promises us Generally, if you keep the Torah, you get long life. And also, specifically some mitzvot gives you long life. For example, it says in Dvorim, dvarim vav, וזאת המצווה והמשפטים השעציבה, השם ללמד אתכם לעשות, לשמור את כל חוקותיו ומצוותיו If you keep the Torah and the mitzvot, you linger you live a long life so you see that the torah a promises a long life for keeping the mitzvot B, obviously it's a positive thing which means you can tell me that the old person you know at a certain age it's better that he shouldn't live because if you live too long it's, it's it becomes hard a person is old and he can't do anything he's weak he gets sick he gets he, get, he gets a lot of it's it's not easy being old so maybe it's a negative thing. The Torah should say that, you know, you live a certain amount of years, up to 70, and that's, that should be it. The Torah doesn't speak that way. The Torah says you can live a very long life. Obviously, you can live such a long life, and it will be a quality life. Let's explain how it is. But first, let's give some more examples. It says in Varim, hey, well, Which means, <laughs> the Torah promises us long life. Beautiful thing. Okay. As well. <laughs> it says in You live a long life. You see those days. Good and so on and so forth. It says for instance in uh, in the Gemara in Megillah again and again, they asked the Rabbi Zakai in Maarach Shalut they asked the student of Rabbi Freda in Maarach Ta'yamin, they asked Rabbi Nekhunya ben Kanah in which means you see that um that this Arikhut Yamin was a positive thing and because it's a positive thing so those that were the students of those that were they wanted to know tell, tell us the secret how did you how were you in Barachot Mem Zayin it says over there so all these things just show you how beautiful and how positive it is yes that's Mashlimimlo. the book in mashlimim lo but on the other hand we found gemarot that says just the opposite for instance in yerushalmi it says that up to 80 the yerushalmi divides the years of of, of life and then it says up to 80 and from then on it says chayatzar mikan ve'el chayatzar being older than 80 is old is chayetzar, it's its life of pain of tzar of anguish so that's not a positive thing. It's a negative thing. The Gemara in Shabbat Kufnun Aleph, If anybody wants to look over there, goes in length to explain how a person that becomes old loses all kind of things that he used to have beforehand: the strength, the power, things that are used to work in the body to stop working, the, the 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 life, the livelihood, and so on. It says the Gemara: is on Elu Person becomes old. That's a, those are bad days. See, see that the Gemara looks at it as a negative thing. So what is it? It's a positive thing, or it's a negative thing? It says in Te'ilim, I in Aleph, we're all familiar with this, which means the old person is so, is uh, not good anymore, he can't stand on his own, he's not stable anymore. So we ask in HaKadosh Baruch Hu that at least then, when he comes around, save me, support me, don't throw me oh, wait, The Zohar says, in Parasat, Idra Rabba Kaf, Zaken Da'atosaku Satum um Satum Veshaket. Which means you can you can right away sense from this Zor that it's a negative thing, it's not a positive thing. The Gemara in Babakama Tzadi Kbet says Amri in Shi, people say, the Gemara quotes this in the Gmarah in Kbeta Mudbetam, Kiyavina Zutre legavre. When I was young, Rashi says, k'tanim, Child, you see that he's a he's, he's a gavre. He's strong. He can do things. He's motivated. He has a lot of energy, endless energy. He can do a lot of things. Says the "Hashta Rashi says, dakanu, We become like babies. We become shafel. Shafel means disrespected like a baby. So you see, it's a negative thing. How do you work these two things? In one hand, many places we found in the Torah in Chazal that elderly is a positive and is praiseworthy. On the other hand, we found in Chazal and in the P'sukim places that you can see that it's not praiseworthy. And this is actually a question that the Gemara, the Mishnah asks all the way in the end of Zvachim Masechet Kinim. The Gemara says over there that the two P'sukim. That contradict each other in a yov. One after the other. It says, Mesir Safa lane emanim, vetam zekenim ikach, a kadosh who takes the taste from the elderly. Tam zkenim ikach, negative thing. And then it says, Bishishim chochma, v'orchamim tvuna, the older you get, the wiser you get, Orchemim tvuna, smart, wise, good thing. the Gemara says, how do you work these two things? Surprising. The says, The pasuk that speaks about negative uh, approach to zaken, to the elderly, are for those that are ziknei ama Somebody who falls under a category of ama and definitely olam Those would fall under the category of elderly will be a negative thing. It's not a positive thing. But when you have somebody that keeps Torah its mitzvot and learns Torah, the older you get, the older you get, So the Mishnah itself tells us the answer to this contradiction. And there's a Gemara all the way in the end of Kiddushin. Anybody that ever learned Kiddushin same exact idea over there. It says all the way in the end, the following thing: Tanya Rabbi Noarai Omer ani maniach ani kol omanut she baolam v'dim elamedet bni elat Torah. Rabbi Noarai says the only thing I want to teach Rabbi Noarai was Omer. The only I want to, the only thing I want to teach my child is Torah. That's it. I'm not going to teach him any other profession. Although Rabbi Meir holds that one must teach his son profession, but he says in the end, which is Rabbi Meir, my son, I'm not going to teach any profession. Only Torah. Why? Any profession is good for you as long as you're young, as long as you're strong. Once you become old, you have to retire. You can't work anymore. Whatever it is, you have to retire. Whatever you learn, you can't work already once you become old. Either your eyes can't see well, or your hands can't work, do whatever you've been doing. You don't have the strength, you don't have the power. That's it. Torah de Gemara, lo acharit beet When you become old, on the contrary, you become more of a Talmid Chacham. And it gives you acharit ותיקווה, it gives you end and it gives you hope. Beautiful, that's how the Gemara ends and concludes. So we see how the Torah looks at those things. Now, when we try to see what the Gemara says about those things, as we just saw, we found other Gemarot that praise the elderly as well like, for instance, the Gemara in Yerushalmi says that Zaken, that's kedushin Bet, Halacha Dalet, the Yerushalmi says, Zaken, Noi Ba'ish. A person that becomes older, it's a beautiful thing by a man. A man that becomes older is more respected. It's, it's a nicer thing. Rav Shimon Bar Yochai says, In Avot, Avot, Vav, Chet. says the following, Zikna Veseva, Na'el HaTzadikim, Vena'el HaOlam. person becomes old. It's good for them and good for the entire world. But as long as it's a tzadik, naela tzaddikim, <inaudible> it's not for a regular person. For a regular zakein, amare, tzegoi, whatever it is, it becomes old, it becomes useless, it becomes sick, it becomes weak. But tzadikim, naela tzaddikim, naela oram shane mark a teratifer tseva, beder tedakati matse, a teratif eret seva. The elderly is praiseworthy. It's tiferet dar seva. the the brings four pesukim. banim chafra levana The honor is by the elderly. The Tiferet Israel explains over there. Why do I need to bring Pzuchim? Because over there, there's a list of things. Noi, Koach, Osher, Kavod, the chokmah. Those are praiseworthy things, and the Torah, does, the, the Mishnah doesn't bring Pzuchim for this. Why not? The Tiferet Yisrael explains, because it's not needed. Of course, for Oved Hashem, for irat Hashem, Noi, beauty, Koach, strength, Osher, wealth, Kavod, Honor, Chochma, Wisdom is good for any of Hashem. But I would think maybe elderly is not something that's praiseworthy for Oved Hashem. Maybe that's a negative thing. He becomes already weak. He becomes already not as smart. His memory becomes very weak. So the Pasuk says no no no. No Now this is an introduction. this is what the Torah says. That's what our Torah says, and that's good for us. But as I explain, we also have studies that have been taken lately. And they, 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 prove beautifully, and they give such a chizuk. So first of all, those studies are despite the lifestyle of uh, Jewish and especially the ultra orthodox Jewish people, which are usually uh, people that eat a lot on Shabbat, eat chamin, It's, it's to say the least unhealthy, and meat and chicken and this. And every, uh, every night you go to shiur, you get something to eat. And like you puff in all day some things. And they don't usually watch their weight as much. Not to talk about exercise. There's no place to go exercise. Even if you want to exercise, you can't go. Where are you going to go? There's no place to go exercising. You want to run in the street. You're embarrassed running in the street. How are you going to go? You're going to put your short, shorts and run on Ocean Parkway. What are you going to do exactly? So you leave... Such a lifestyle, you would think that such a person should uh, should live less than others. So, despite that, take a look at the studies that been that been uh, that been proving otherwise. Now, another point that's very important, as we'll see in this study, is that there's many different studies that were made throughout the world that show that the better The more economy the society has, it's a wealthier society. The the longer life expectancy is. The poor, the more poor people are, life expectancy becomes less. This is study that was taken over, that was made over and over again. It's a study that was uh, that was done in American Congress. They were ordering such a study in two thousand and eight. That is study that Britain. Uh, made in 2012. That's a Stanford University research that they made as well. And they all came to the same conclusion. And when you take a look at Jewish society, you'll see that some places they weigh under the poverty level. Places like, for instance, Bnei Brak, places like, for instance, Bet Shemesh, and many places in Israel, but those are in Yerushalayim, some places. Those are places that way under the poverty level, and it's always spoken about uh, taking them out and ta- to work, and finding them jobs, and taking them out of their kolel, and so on and so forth. Also in America, in, in uh, Borough Park, those places you would expect them to live just like any other society in the world that lives less as long as you are in less of a poverty level. So now, I'd like to read you a few things, first of all, there's a place in Israel um, that's called a Taub Center. It's a nonpartisan uh social economic research institute, not religious in any way. It's secular, it doesn't have any means to show any any anything that has to do with uh, religion is a positive thing. They don't have that interest at all. And those studies were shown also in Israeli media, by the secular media, all over. It's been a couple of years ago, in 1917, it was all over the media, whether it was Arut Shtayim, Hadashot Time, that made an article about this, and spoke about this, and this was going around everywhere. This is what the Staub Center uh, came to the conclusion. The, um, I'm reading you inside. They're saying like this, Members of the Haredi, all Orthodox population group in Israel, appear to have longer life expectancy and report better health, better health, than would be expected given their socioeconomic status. Researchers Dov Sherkinovsky and Chen Sharoni attribute, which work for this uh, this, um, Taub Center, they uh, attribute this unexpected phenomenon to high levels of society capital in Haredi communities. Listen to what I'm reading you right now. This is what they write. Most studies show a positive, significant correlation between socioeconomic status and life expectancy, which means you make more money, you live longer. You make less money, you live shorter. Put simply, an average, the higher a person's income, the longer he or she likely to live. Nevertheless, in a study published in the State of National Report 2012, Taub Center, researchers find that life expectancy is actually higher in cities and towns with a large concentration of Haredim than would be expected given the city's low socioeconomic status. Normally, when you are concentrated in a place and people are not in the same level of economy, usually those two things drop few years of life expectancy. When we come to Haredi, it adds three to five years to every person. And women, about a year and a half. The study entitled The Relationship Between Social Capital and Health in the Haredi Sector takes... An in-depth look in these other indicators of good health in Haredi communities and explores the factors that may contribute to this surprising phenomenon. (coughs) Listen to this. The Haredi community is a distinct population group in Israel for a number of researchers. Haredim are 9.5 of total Israeli population. And that is all we're reading in 2012. And often live live in Haredi-only cities, and separate neighborhood in mixed cities, which means, you go to Yerushalayim, they are by themselves. You go to B'themesh, they're all by themselves. The Haredi labor market participate rate is relatively low. We all know that Haredim, ultra-Orthodox in Israel, and also here, are less involved in the marketplace. A little over 60% compared to with over 70% of the rest of the population in Israel. Furthermore, the average income in a Haredi community is notably low, with Haredi net income standing on 7,500, I'm assuming that's Shekel that we're talking about, uh, compared to others that have 11,700. So those all those things would assume that they should live just like those that live in, in poverty, and in poverty uh, concentration uh, places, in cities that are ex- extra populated. So, the study points, two, two, two different indicators that demonstrate that the Haredi population is actually healthier than their socioeconomic status would predict. That's first of all. First, self-report health status and life expectancy these two uh, researchers, uh, Kernikovsky and Sharoni, show that in Central Bureau of uh, Statistics in 2012, more Haredim reported good health than did those in other population groups, and fewer Haredim reported health problems than those in other population groups. As can be seen in a table, they made over here a table that you can see, that's 736 Percent of Charedim who participated in the survey characterized their health as very good. Seventy-three percent characterized their, their health as very good, compared with fifty percent of other population groups. Which means you go to a Charedi, ask him how is your health. Seventy-three percent point six, seventy-three point six, said that the health is very good compared to 50% of the rest of the society. And 18% of Haredim said that the health is no good, compared double that in the non-religious. And so now in the table that they sang saying over there, they're showing something unbelievable. The more religious you are, the healthier you are. And this is how they come up to the conclusion. Once they checked, they came out to, the, to, to a number like this. Haredim have a 73.6% who said the health is very good. Religious, which means you're not Haredi, you're religious, you're not Orthodox, 52.9%. Traditional, 48%. non religious 52%. So you might think that maybe it's so also in other religions as well, maybe Muslims and Christians and Buddha, whoever. Uh, it says no. By other religions, it all stays the same. Very religious, in other religions, is fifty four percent. Compare again to seventy three percent by Jewish ultra religious, not very religious, sixty percent. Actually, not religious by other uh, religions, it would be healthier and and, and more uh, more better off to be not religious than religious. And not religious at all is fifty six percent. That's by other religions. This uh this. You might say that it's only since they asked the person himself, maybe it's like a bias uh, answer that the bias respond that they try to give them. Maybe that's what happens. So then they went to a population they checked 50,000 people in populations and they saw that forget about the health. how about life expectancy? They saw that by 50,000 people that they made the survey that they checked it wasn't a survey. They saw that Kharedim live three to five years longer than those with the same socioeconomic status. And this is what they said. Therefore, Kanikovsky and Sharoni also took the more objective measure of life expectancy rates in cities with population over 50% residents. The correlation between socioeconomic status and life expectancy can be seen clearly in the graph below. They show you a graph that in populations in Bet Shemesh, Charedi Bet Shemesh, Bnei Brak, which is overly populated and extremely poor compared to other places in the country. But if you made the graph and you compare it to other places like that, they live longer and way longer, three to five years. It's a long, long time. It's sometimes 10%, 8%, 7% of life. So the correlation between the socioeconomic status and life expectancy can be seen clearly in the graph below. Where most cities fall on the near the overall trend line, the three largest outer liners, cities with the most or longer life expectancy that would be predicted based on their income, all have disproportional large percentage of Haredim. Bnei Brak, 95%. Bet 46%. And Jerusalem, 31%. And that shows that they live way longer. So now, this study, it it, it gave so much, it has so much weight, it gave so much head, that I'm telling you again, that they went and they made articles about this throughout every uh, media in Israel, whether it was uh, in in TV, on newspapers, or on the internet. And when you take a look, and I told you that the the more religious you are, the longer you live, we found the same thing with G'dolei Israel. G'dolei Israel, you would think that they should live like everybody else, or even less. Why? They don't have time to do exercise at all. They don't have time to eat healthy. They don't have time for anything. But you see that Gdole Israel live extremely long. Uh, Chacham of Vadia live ninety three years old. Rav Steinman lived one hundred and four years old. Rav Eliashiv, one hundred and two years old. Rav Shach that we just had his uh, yotzay last week one hundred and three years old, and so on and so forth. You see that Gdole Israel lived very long. There's a story that Ravitzchak Zilberstein brings down a very interesting story that he said or heard at. Uh, at um, the Levaya, or afterwards, at the Shiva, of one of the women that he attended, and the way it went over there, this is uh, the mother of, the, of one of the Ramim in Yeshivat Maora Talmud, uh, he, the, the name was Agriz Khan, and she lived a very long life, she was Nifteret in 101 years old, and they said over there that she said that where she came from is Copenhagen, Over there in Denmark, over there people, the Jewish people in the community, lived all extremely long life, over 100 years old. Almost all of them. Ruba de Ruba. Almost all of them. They were connected to the shul and came consistently to pray on time in a shul. Live extremely long life. And when they said that, the Shevet Levi heard it and he testified himself. This is the, this is Ravi says. He testified himself that the same thing happened in his city as well, in Vina. He said that every person over there almost live extremely long life as long as he came to Shul on time every day. And there was one person, Shevet Levi says, one person who passed away at 70 years old and they went to look and they saw that he wasn't consistently coming to shul, and wasn't coming to shul on time. But those that came on time, the Shevet Alevi said, almost all of them lived extremely long life. And really, this is based on Gemaraim, Brachot, Gemaraim, Brachot, Dafred says, HaMashkiv vamariv LeBet HaKneset LeArichut Yamim, which means you can live a very long life if you come to shul. So now, when we hear about those things, everything fits together beautifully. Can you explain this logically? So those that made those studies try to explain it, but maybe it's a society, you know, that when you are in society. So one helps the other, and there you can live a little bit longer life. Maybe you go to uh, uh, a place that your your uh, your family always supports you, always comes to you, so when you are religious, they feel that obligation, they feel that uh, unity, that they would come and support you. There may be different a lot of different explanations. But in the end of the day, we know that the perush is very simple. The Torah says that when you keep the mitzvot, leman ya'arichun yamecha, you put a mezuzah, leman ya'arichun yamecha, you go to shul, is leman yamecha. All these things that the Torah promises us, it's got to be that way. So now you might say that there's, there's, there's those that don't make it, there's those that... that uh, Don't live as long. That's right. You always have, within the klal, your termina klal. You have have those that don't fit the rule. But we're talking about large. At large society, we see that the Torah promises, the Torah also brings those results back home. And when you look into those studies, they say that the same thing is in Borah Park. Those studies show the same thing is in Borah Park. In Borah Park also that you have over there people that live under the poverty level, more than other places in New York. You have people very rich in Borbach. We're talking about in the large. There many, many people that sit down and learn, and they live, Mamash, very, very poorly. You would think that those people that live poorly should live the same life expectancy as those in other cities and other places in the world that live the same uh, the same way, and the results show something amazing, the opposite, Jewish people have a different rule, they live with a different kind of life, which means the more religious you are, the more life expectancy you have, and not only that, this study shows that the more religious you are, the more likely to be healthy you are, now obviously I'm not saying one should not live a healthy lifestyle. The Rambam says that one must exercise and so on and so forth. But for some amazing reasons, we see that those numbers are staggering when we're talking about ultra-Orthodox that live a very unhealthy life. They live. They, 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 are, they, they are, on the other hand, very, very healthy.